Welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Here comes the man who has toured Joint Chiefs of Staff, launched nuclear missiles, and reported to Ross Perot, CCAR's 2020 president, David Long, and communications extraordinaire, Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hi, David. Hey, Jonna. Welcome to the talk. Happy to be here. Me too. So how much attention do you pay to global affairs in the global economy? I like to think that I'm fairly informed. I would say you are too, and that's one of the reasons why you're so good at what you do. So today we're going to be speaking with Lisa Calarco. Lisa is the Manager of Business Development and Outreach, Commercial and Global Services for the National Association of Realtors. Yeah, her title has certainly piqued my interest. I wonder what all that really means. Me too. Let's find out. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Lisa, you have uh, quite the title of that NAR. Can you give us an idea (laughs) of what you actually do? Uh, Yes, sir. No problem. I work with the state and local associations on their global outreach and their global programming. So lots of words, manager of global programs and outreach for the National Association of Realtors, but really I work directly with their state and local associations around the United States. Okay, that's really uh, interesting and a much needed mm-hmm. role. What what led you to this kind of work at NAR? I've been with NAR since 2001. So fresh out of college, I um, took a position. I worked with the REBAC at the time, which was, you know, in its new stages and did a lot in the education. I worked with REBAC on their education and I moved over to the Realtors Land Institute, which is an NAR affiliate um, in the commercial space, you know, the land brokers. And then I actually left NAR for a few years when I had a young family to care for. And when I returned, there was a position, again, in the education vein um, with the CIPS, the Certified International Property Specialist designation. So um, I was lucky enough that they asked me to come back and I came back and then learning more about the international role and how it impacts our members. There is this position where you do work directly to build these kind of programs around the country. And I just sort of gravitated towards that role. And this really, after all those years of other you know, education, I found rewarding, but I really, really love the opportunity that building these programs at state and local levels provide me. And I really loved it. I've been doing this particular role for, let's see, almost five years now. So I think I found my home here. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it. While we have you on the phone, we wanted to talk a little bit about the global economy and how it Mm -hmm. impacts local realtors. And then if you're willing, I'd like to reverse that question a little bit and consider Mm -hmm. if local realtors have an impact on the global economy. Sure. Well, I think it goes without saying that the global economy has an impact on realtors. I think it's really important if you're in real estate, if you're in any sort of impact, any sort of business, you have to be paying attention to the global economy. Now, you don't necessarily, if that's not your bailiwick, you don't have to be actively working to pursue those opportunities, but I think you need to be paying attention to them. I mean, even if we remove COVID from the equation, which we can't anymore, but if we did, you have to know what is happening in the world, understand what is happening in your local or state markets. Everything impacts everything. You know, it goes up the chain, it goes down the chain. And so if you're a real estate practitioner and you're not paying attention to how currency fluctuations can impact who's buying what in your local market, then you're probably 
a little short-sighted on what the actual outlook of your local economy can be. And, and I do mean local because we always say, you know, people don't, they think global, they think you get on a plane. But our role here is to say the world is here, it's in your backyard, and every, you need to be paying attention to how it's impacting your local real estate, you know, be it a commercial, you know, is there a Mitsubishi plant opening up in rural Alabama that is bringing in 3,000 jobs? And even if they're hiring local workforce, which is usually the main driver for bringing such large businesses to small local economy, then, you know, that's going to have to drive rooftops. Where are those workers coming from? Um, how, do we have enough housing inventory? Is there suddenly going to be a, an increase in home buying in this local area due to the movement of this large foreign direct investment project. So just being aware of those things is going to make you a smarter, more effective realtor than not paying attention to them. And Jana, to your other question, do real estate agents impact the global economy? I think, of course, do realtors impact the global economy? Yes. I mean, of course, again, paying attention to how what's happening in your local real estate market and how you, what needs your local community has to make those environments favorable, likable, and a worthy investment for a large foreign direct investment or for a community that's relocating to your area, you know, getting in touch with your local politicians, your government affairs directors, and saying, here's the policies we need to make this environment attractive for. X, Y, or Z, and being aware um, and having those conversations going up instead of waiting for them to come down. So I think absolutely the street is a two-way street, and being aware and in touch is very important. You know, we're here in North Texas, just uh, north of Dallas, and mm-hmm. in Plano, Texas, and we've certainly uh-huh. we've certainly seen that impact. About five years ago or so, Toyota North American headquarters moved from California to Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm and built a large new headquarters. We had a mm-hmm. huge influx of uh, people coming in from many parts of the country, actually. So it's, uh, you know, global affairs and uh, economic issues are all very important. Very. So um, staying up to date on national news is really important, as you said, for professionals in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that the agents that have uh, knowledge in these areas have a little bit of an edge? Yes, <laughs> quite plainly. <laughs> yes, I think, obviously, again, and it's not that, you know, perhaps you're a realtor who's got your own niche, like you work with whatever your book of business is, and you've made a successful business of that. I'm not saying you have to um, start incorporating international clients or commercial, you know, learn the commercial side of business, you know, anything like that, but just tuning in and paying attention to what's happening will only sharpen your toolkit for your local regular, you know, call it quote unquote, regular, you know, book of business where you're like, okay, I know this is about to happen. So I know that that Toyota plant is moving here in Plano. And what that's going to do is make your property, you know, desirable. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of movers moving in, you know, just having that makes you a more fine tuned and, you know, expert in what you're doing and, and more valuable to your clients, which, you know, we all seek to be. It sharpens every aspect of your business. And again, it doesn't mean you have, I mean, you absolutely can. There's ways to fine tune and dive directly into that global or international real estate market. But even if you're not, I think you must be paying attention to what's happening in the world. Like the U.S. dollar is strong. What does that mean for, you know, if you're in a resort area? 
you know, I know, you know, Plano, Texas might not be a resort area, but South, <laughs> South Texas. Yeah. South Texas right. is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you may have seen a large boom of foreign buyers when in 2015, 2016, especially when China was on its buying spree, buying resort properties, luxury properties, things like that. When the dollar was weak, now the dollar is strong. So what does that mean? Is it time to start talking to your clients about selling? Are you seeing a trend where they're no longer foreign investment, but they're, you know, U.S. domestic investment? Are you just paying attention to how that landscape changes? In any case, knowledge is never, you know, knowledge is always power. It's never a bad thing to have. So just being able to, and as an association, bringing those tools and resources to your members only helps their business in your local community. And I think that's what's a key factor, in, especially from the association side. Like, how do we make sure everybody has all the tools they need to be a successful realtor? Yeah, now, you may be aware of this. Were you familiar with uh, MIPM, if I'm saying it right, in Cannes, France? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we participated in that uh, the last time. This year, they didn't have it. But yeah. uh, Texas Association <laughs> had a process where you could sort of buy in at a different level, at different levels. Mm-hmm. Collin County Association did not send a person to Cannes, France. I mean, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't mind going, but. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. But we did participate, and we had. In our county, we had four of the largest cities provide mm-hmm. uh, information on investment opportunities here in North mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, the MIPM show is, like you said, it's in um, Cannes, France, usually every March, minus 2020. And it is a, it's the world's largest property showcase. And so there's projects and buyers and sellers from all over the world. And the other key part of that is the investors. So they have like over a thousand investors they crudely like to say, walking around the floor with a checkbook in their hand, mm-hmm. tell me why I shouldn't invest in Plano, Texas. So to your point, you know, Texas Association partnered, NAR has a USA pavilion. So the Texas Association was a partner in that pavilion. And they went to their locals and said, who wants to join in? And you just mentioned that Collin County um, was one of those. Yeah. Yes. And so it exposed those projects that you had to a world of investors, you know, and it's not a, you know, they say they walk around with a checkbook, but it's really the conversations. And yes, you're an investor and, and the conversation begins on that floor. You know, projects like that aren't, you can have it in 30 days. <laughs> They're long term, but yeah, it is. NAR has been doing it. This year would have been our sixth year, but you know, the world, 2020, it's on yes, fire. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. It's true. Yes, but we will try again in 2021. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Very good. So in hearing all this, I can see how a local real estate professional might be tempted to ignore some of these issues that are outside of their immediate circle, especially right now, as we mentioned with COVID and everything that's going on. It might be hard to really pay attention or concentrate on what's going on globally. But, you know, Mm -hmm. based on what you said, Lisa, I really think that that would be doing an agent, they would be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't pay attention to what's going on globally Could you share with us a little bit about how you think the everyday work of real estate professionals may have an impact outside of their community? Well, I think it's important that, I mean, inside your community, you're a good steward of being aware of what's happening in the world. And then outside of your community, really with NAR, we have have a network of real estate professionals. We have about 5,000 members of NAR. They're the international realtor members that are members of our over 100 bilateral partners. So NAR has bilateral partners 
which are like-minded real estate associations in 85 countries around the world. That's over 100 partners. And really with, sorry, I'm going to go back, the international realtor members that we have are members of those bilateral partners. And so we have this wide network of connections. And I will say with COVID kind of halting life as we know it this year, what I was able to witness from my perspective was it truly enhanced the connectivity that we had around the world. Because in this unique situation, the U.S., the way the virus moved east to west was it was we were watching it impact our partners before it impacted us and being able to reach out and hear what was happening in their economies and their countries and how they were handling it, how they were coping with it. And then when they would look to us because we were able to lobby our government to say, you know, real estate is essential and here's why it's essential. And and a lot of our partner countries weren't able to do that. So they learned from us and we learned from them. And this was all member to member. This was all conversations and connecting and, and being able to say, you know, how can we help each other? Tell us, you know, as the rest of the world started to open up in the early summer, it was how is the reopening going? What is your real estate market? How how did it rebound? How was it affected? What's happening? And those kind of connections. So I really think local markets are important, but being able to open your network and connect around the world, again, will sharpen your skills, your understanding of what's happening and just be a good citizen of the world. Just to say, I understand what's happening here. It may not be impacting me, but you never know when something's going to impact you. And again, I think COVID is a perfect example of that. You never knew how, where it was coming from or how it was going to impact you with being able to reach into your network and connect and, you know, be understanding and then also be helpful at the same time is very important and a great example of how you impacted more than just your local community. At the moment, which countries do you think we have the closest connections to as far as back and forth business? I, I know here in Texas, we have a pretty close relationship with Mexico when we have our annual Texas conference, which unfortunately next week is virtual. We usually have some representatives from Mexico here in person at the conference. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes from some other countries, which countries do we have the uh, closest connections to right now? Well, so that'll depend on where you are in the country. So if you're on the West Coast or California, Washington, Oregon, you know, that coast, a lot of the major investors are coming from Asia. That's just a um, geographical preference, right? It's closer to to fly to the uh, West Coast from Asia. Mm -hmm. And then our East Coast partners, a lot of them come from South America and Europe. UK is one of our big. So NAR does an annual international research report um, looking at the international home buying activity in the United States. And that was just launched a few weeks ago. And you could see the top five in there, China, the UK, Mexico, India. And this year we had a newcomer on the scene and that was Colombia. Columbia became one of the top five investors in U.S. real estate in 2020. So it's always evolving, always changing, again, based on world economies and and currency situations and things like that. But in the U.S., generally speaking, a lot of our major investment is Canada. I'm sorry, Canada is the top five. Canada and Mexico, obviously, proximity. Canada loves to come south for the snowbirds. (laughs) So (laughs) they're big in the, you know, Texas, Arizona Florida, especially Florida, number one for Canada. So Canada and Mexico. But again, this is all regionally. So depending on where you're, where you're sitting asking this question, it can be a totally different answer. But that research report is 
robust. It's amazing. And so if your members are interested, you just go to nar.realtor slash research and it's under the international tab. And every year it's a fresh set of data for you. Yeah, that sort of leads into um, if you have any tips or advice on how real estate professionals can become globally minded or globally connected. Sure. So, I mean, obviously my first suggestion is if you have a global council committee, some sort of global structure at your state or local level, get involved. And if involvement just means, you know, subscribing to a newsletter or a list or showing up at a meeting to connect to members like that, I highly recommend that. The information there is, again, you know, you don't necessarily have to change your business to get the information. You want to sharpen, really sharpen your skills. NAR offers the Certified International Property Specialist, the CIPS designation. That's a five-day education course going over really how international business is transacted, looking at the different countries and how they transact it to really make yourself a qualified property specialist when it comes to international matters. And that is offered online and usually in through state or local associations as well. And it is NAR's only international real estate designation. So between those two, I think if, you, if you're curious, dip your toes in the water. And if your local association doesn't have a global council, many do. We have over 130 of them around the country. Um, like I said, in this time, a lot of those um, councils are doing virtual meetings where anybody's, you know, encouraged to attend. Do that. A lot of local associations say, you know, we welcome any NAR member. So you can join in those or, you know, start the conversation and reach out to us here at NAR. We, we're happy to continue that conversation with you. I do know Texas is obviously very active. Your state association is extremely helpful and they do put on programming. Like you said, you get international members to attend your conferences and things like that. So they're a key, um, even if you're listening to this in a, in a local area that doesn't have um, necessarily a global council or one neighboring to you, reach out to your state association because they have amazing resources. So that's how I would think you would start to become globally minded in the specific real estate sector. You know, otherwise, just open your mind. It's all there for the taking. Very good. Thank you for that information. Yeah. Here at the Collin County Association, a couple years ago, we started our Global Diversity Committee. And that, yeah, they hit the ground running. They've done a lot of um, great events and a lot of information is shared. They meet every month. And that's been, you know, one of our greatest initiatives over the past couple years. And we really enjoyed the opportunities that that's brought to us. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Keep up the great work. So, Lisa, before we let you go today, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? No, I think, I think that's, is, I think you guys hit all the major important points and I've you know, spoken to them. We have all the resources. You're curious at nar.realtor slash global. We do, every other Thursday, we do a new series called Platinum Perspectives where we talk with our state and local associations who earn the Platinum Global Achievement Award in 2019. So if you really want to kind of take a deep listen to what it takes or what they're doing and how they got to those points. I encourage you to do that. The audio is all available from prior and you can register for any of the upcoming. I think that's a good overview of what's happening across the United States and the different ways that members and their associations are connecting with the global economy. So I would encourage that and always reach out to any of me or the team I work with in the engagement group at the National Association of Realtors and we are happy to help. Thanks so much, uh, Lisa, for speaking with us today. It's been very interesting. For those listening, thanks for hanging out with us. 
Be sure to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, we want to hear it. Email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear it covered. Yes, we can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, don't forget to call before showing. Special thanks to our hosts, Jonna Fernandez and David Long. Our audio engineer, Garrett Holton. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. Podcast administrator, Sean Offsall. And producer, Bree Westbury. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.